1: You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one.
0: Hurts. E First down and a touchdown.
1: Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. everybody welcome back Eagles unfiltered I'm Ed Kratz this is John McMullen we're with si.com Eagles today we are at NovaCare complex where it is Tuesday and it was day 12 of training camp it's technically the final day of a training camp last time the fans were able to attend probably the last time John and I will be here for two weeks because coming up is a trip to Cleveland for the Eagles their travel day is Wednesday. They'll practice with the Browns Thursday and Friday, and then they come back after Sunday's game, and then they're only here for a short period. They'll head to Miami on Tuesday to uh, practice with the Dolphins on Wednesday and Thursday of next week. So um, this is going to be it for a while for us here, John, at the NovaCare. We'll be in Cleveland and we'll be in Miami. but. Uh, right now the Eagles they look pretty sharp and they look ready to go to Cleveland at least their offense did their offense I thought had a good day what yeah do you think? I,
0: I, I think they saved their best for last uh, as you mentioned the last technical training camp practice here at the NovaCare complex I thought uh, Jalen Hurts maybe had his sharpest performance of the summer I counted five different touchdowns now A lot of that started in the red zone. They were doing some red zone periods and things like that. There was an interesting uh, period at the end where it it would close with Nick Sirianni screaming through a bullhorn. Fourth and one, one second left to win the game. And Jalen Hurts was able to win the game with a little sprint out option throw to to Dallas Goddard. So that was kind of uh, interesting. Exciting for the fans and attendance, but yeah, offensively, I thought they, they closed with one of their best practices, maybe the best practice. Um, defensively, some issues with the safety position and U- Ugo Amadi, who was acquired yesterday for JJ Ortega Whiteside. He was in practice. He's going to be wearing number 32, uh, but he did not participate. Interestingly enough, Ed Marcus Epps was not able to practice with a little bit of a back issue. So, Eagles were mixing and matching at safety. Maybe that was part of the problem. So, I saw Josiah Scott get first team reps. I saw Reed Blankenship, the undrafted rookie, get some first team reps. Um, And then Kayvon Wallace, who, who had seemingly fallen back, got some first team reps late as well. So I, you know, they, they, it's pretty clear to me they're struggling with finding those backup safeties, and and that was kind of uh, shown
1: today by the way the Eagles handled the practice. Yeah, I mean, and with Epps being a back injury, there's always a concern when you're talking about the back. Now maybe it was just some spasms, but uh, you know that's something that could linger, and if you don't stay on top of it, that's something that could shut you down for a while. So we don't know how severe that is, but. You know, clearly it was severe enough where the Eagles, thought so we better go get ourselves to safety. And, you know, I think Adami Ramadi would have been uh, released at some point, but I heard there was some competition, some other teams had had an eye on him. So the Eagles uh, offered J.J. Ortega Whiteside, and now Ortega Whiteside is gone from this team. Uh, interestingly, both those players came in the 2019 draft. Uh, obviously, Ortega Whiteside was a, a second-round pick, I think 57th overall, and Amadi was in the fourth round, 132nd overall. So Amati's had a more of a distinguished career yeah. than Ortega Whiteside. He was just blocked. I think he, he was a slot guy in Seattle. He also got some safety time. But, you know, he was blocked by two players in Seattle at that slot position. So, you know, he he, he looks like he could, uh, you know, have a role in this defense, especially if Epps' back lingers. Um, you know, Howie Roseman has made nine player trades in the month of August he dating back to, to do it. 2016. Now, some of them, they just haven't worked out. You know, they got Eli Harold one year at the defensive end for Buffalo. Didn't do it. They got wide receiver Doriel Green-Beckham one year. He didn't work out. So, you know. They got, yeah, you got to be honest. Yeah. Howie has lost some of these trades. You mentioned the, the, the Doriel
0: Green-Beckham trade. Yeah. Dennis Kelly turned into a pretty good player for a while in Tennessee. And. You know, Eli Harold from Buffalo, that was Ryan Bates, who's a starting offensive lineman for a really good team, the Buffalo Bills. So um, some of these trades in August haven't worked out. The most notable one that did would probably be Ronald Darby. That was the high profile one, Jordan Matthews, and I think, a third round pick as well right now right. darby got injured but hey they won a super bowl he was backboard. so
1: yeah you would yeah. have
0: to say that worked out at least short term for the eagles yeah
1: and they got rudy ford rudy safety ford, who was good a special, special teams, teams player for bruce hector uh yeah, one year so that was a nice trade um yeah you win some you lose yeah. some you know you're dealing in august um you know the stakes aren't as high at that point but you know yeah. we'll see what a, a, a Amadi can bring i imagine he'll practice in cleveland uh, you know, once the Eagles arrive there for Thursday's practice, so we'll see what he can do. He's a little on the shorter side, about five nine. Yeah, they're uh, collecting uh,
0: five nine guys who can play the slot and safety. Yeah, Avante Maddox, your size,
1: Scott. Now, uh, Ugo Amadi. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he was out here today. But you know, getting back to that drill they were running that uh, when Seriani would shouting into the bullhorn you know fourth and one five second or one second left they put the ball about the five or six yard line in those drills and you know that was a nice play goddard and hurts connected on and then the second team they also scored a touchdown in that scenario with gardner Minshew uh finding Noah's a guy one of our uh, rising camp climbers uh someone who john mcmullen wrote a story uh you can find it at si.com backslash nfl backslash eagles on three players that he thinks are off the bubble uh, as far as the roster cuts go, and that one of them is a Guy and, and uh, Shane Sykin, the offensive coordinator, was asked about him today, and uh, you know he said a lot of good things about him. So I, the guy had the touchdown in that drill from Minshew, made a nice little uh, route against Andre Shoshari, and, and Minshew found him, and he made a nice catch yeah, in yeah, traffic. He did. he did so, yeah, at,
0: he, at the back of the end zone. And, and you know, I think he's been the best, second best tight end in camp. I don't know if the Eagles agree with me, but it's gotten to the point where I learned how to say his name, and he's been (laughs) around for a while. It's Tungyai. Tungyai. Noah Tungyai. So uh, he's had a very good camp. Now, Grant Calcateras can't seem to get back from the hamstring injury. Obviously, the Eagles are going to want to keep him around, but he's got to get healthy. They seem to like Jack Stoll, but look, I just don't think there's a lot of receiving upside there. You know they're waiting for Tyree Jackson. Maybe he's back early in the season. So I, I, you know, maybe no Noah Tungea isn't going to be here for 17 games. But I do think there's a chance that he could be on this team at, ne- at least on the initial 53-man roster. And I'll go so far as to say it, he deserves it. Yeah. He's been their second best tight end behind,
1: obviously Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Check out John's story. He goes into detail on that and two other players he feels. Uh, Is having a good camp. We won't. We won't reveal that now, right? Give, just set out a few breadcrumbs here. Love yeah, cheese. to go to that story. But um, yeah. I you know, listen. I I like Stoll probably better than you do. I think you know he's a good blocker. And as far as a receiving threat goes, I mean, if it goes, Goddard goes down at any point. Yeah, then. Then you have to up your game, in, you know, as a pass receiver. But they don't need a, a second string tight end to catch passes. I mean, they've got enough guys that can do that. You just need to be serviceable on special teams if you can, and then in a blocking role. And you know, Steichen mentioned that about Uh, uh Did I say that right? Yeah, Tongiye. All right. I'm still learning how to spell it, um, but uh, I think it's T O G. I-A-I. Yeah. I-A-I, okay. So, yeah. very good. A, it's very tough. You can tell John but, you know, on him, man. He yeah. knows how to spell it, pronounce it. But, yeah, so I, I think that uh, – uh, I forget what I was saying. But, oh, Shane Steichen talked about uh, his blocking ability, you know, when asked about Tungai. And, you know, he said he's doing a good job in that area. So, that that certainly helps his case to, to stick with this team, no doubt. Uh, He's – yeah. And, and,
0: and, by the way, when this camp started, and that was kind of the point of the piece, I you know, to me – Noah Tungy, I was an afterthought to the point I didn't learn his name because I figured, what's the point? Um, The Eagles wanted Grant Calcaterra. They kind of seized that position. They liked Jack Stoll. You still had Richard Rogers as sort of the break class in in case of emergency. And and you do have Tyree Jackson sort of looking ahead. He's going to be back at some point after tearing his ACL in Week 18. Um, Thought he was buried. Now anything but. He's got a legit chance to make this roster.
1: You mentioned five touchdown throws from Hurts today. Look good. Look ready for the Browns and uh, you know and some of the cornerbacks. I think Denzel Ward came off of the uh, pup list for Cleveland. Yeah, very just good some, player too. Yeah, good Eagles. player. It'd be a good good test uh, for for this Eagles offense. Uh, but AJ Brown and Hurts had a probably the play of the day. I would say. Um, yeah. Just and and again, AJ Brown just showing those late hands. He's a receiver that's not. He doesn't tip off much when the ball's coming his way. He's not really preparing for it. And then he'll just throw his hands up and the ball hits him yeah. wherever it's thrown. So he did a great job of that today. It was, I don't know how far the pass was, maybe 40 yards or so. Yeah, it looked about 35, 40. But yeah. I was in the end
0: zone. You know, Jalen is really good at that, that down the right sideline. Those sort of, uh, you're not going to call them really deep throws, but those 35, 40 yard throws down the sideline. He's really good at it, got a nice feel for it. This was one where A.J. Brown was lined up against poor Josh Joe. When I shouldn't say poor Josh Joe because he's getting a lot of second team reps now, undrafted rookie from Alabama. I uh, beat him. Kayvon Wallace was late coming over with help, perfectly thrown ball. And you're right, A.J. Brown is just, and I think it's an underrated part of this camp that. Uh, Darius Slay, James Bradbury got uh, a little banged up today, so we'll have to cross our fingers there. But um, those guys have been so good at corner. You know, it's really glaring when when Josh Job or Zach McPherson or Mac McCain come on the field. Yeah. Because Slay and Bradbury are top tier corners,
1: and then it drops off pretty sharply. Yeah. Yeah, Hurts also had a nice throw down the left sideline on Sunday to Quez Watkins, about similar distance, 35, 40 yards. So, you know, that's a really good strike range. When, you, when you're an offense and you get to that point of the field, 35, 40-yard line, if you can, you know, get it in there, you know, you, that, that would be an explosive play And instead of trying to, you know, keep matriculating until you get into the red zone and then the field condenses. So if you can, you know, be consistent on those throws, that's only going to help the offense and Hurts, you know, again, showed it today, showed it Sunday with Watkins. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see how he does uh, in Cleveland. He's going to talk to us in Cleveland, by the way. Typically he talks once a week. It's usually Tuesday, today. Uh, he did not speak to the media, um, but he's going to talk to us on Thursday after practice is what I've been told. So, um, listen, that's, that's probably going to do it unless there's other highlights. I, I want to point out first, N'Kobe Dean, I thought N'Kobe Dean did a nice job. Uh, in 11 on 11s, he had a nice pass break up near the goal line. Uh, I thought Reed Blankenship looked pretty good. He had an interception of of Reed Sinette, but you know, I I think Dean and Blankenship had pretty good days for the defense today.
0: Yeah. uh,
1: And, and Reed Blankenship is that guy who's come
0: out of nowhere, uh, getting some first team reps at safety. As I mentioned, the Eagles clearly, uh, looking for depth at that particular position, um, and, you know, GMs, How we, we saw Harry Roseman today, big family day at the NovaCare Complex. He was uh, glad-handing all the families uh, that were at the complex. Tory Smith was here. Uh, Darren Sproles was here again. Uh, he's been in this week trying to help the, the pump returners. Um, we got a chance to talk to Jeremiah Washburn, the edge-rushing specialist on the coaching staff. Uh, that was interesting. Um, yeah, a lot of lot of final day, sort of last day of school here at the Novacare Complex.
1: <laughs> and next time we'll be here, the Eagles will have a roster of 53 players, and they'll be uh, going into regular season mode, ready to kick off the season yeah. in uh, Detroit against the Lions. So uh, we'll have you covered. Make sure you check us out uh, on our website, uh, www.si.com backslash NFL backslash Eagles, and you can see all our videos and stories right there. Until next time, thank you.